0: We have a, a guest here guests, in, is in, in right? studio here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not too sure <laughs> how we'll address her. but is uh, officially she's Linda Barry, locally she's Linda Madden. <laughs> Linda, <laughs> <laughs> you're very welcome to Scarborough um, thank, Radio.
1: Thank you so much, Tom. Thanks for having me here this morning. Um, Good morning, Linda.
0: Yeah. So you are, amongst other things the is it student affairs managers. At TUS, that's the Technical University of the Shannon.
1: That's right, Um, and I suppose just like people are wondering what you know is happening in the higher education sector from that point of view. So, there's an amalgamation happening between um, what would have been the institutes of technology, in lots of cases, and they're becoming technological universities in that amalgamation. So, from TUS's point of view, um, it has meant that the Limerick Institute of Technology, encompassing the campuses of Clonmel and Thurles, and um, Limerick and Clare um, in Ennis have combined with the Athlone Institute of Technology and now we are under the umbrella of the Technological University of the Shannon. Um, and so similar things have happened around the country. You have the Atlanta Technological University in the West, which has Galway Institute of Technology, Letterkenny Institute of Technology, and Sligo Institute of Technology, and actually Saint Angela's as well, um, and then you have.
0: One in the southeast as in well. The southeast, well. southeast yeah. you have
1: Carlow and Waterford um, becoming um, the Southeast Technological University, and then where does truly fit into this then? So um, Cork and Truly. Ah. <laughs> you,
0: you had to bring in Cork, yeah. We had to bring in Cork. In Cork. Um, <laughs> so Cork and Kerry
1: combined <laughs> on this one. Um, yes. So yeah. The rivalry um, um, was taken outside the door, and they combined <laughs> on this one. So, and they're the Monster Technological University. Yes. Um, um, and it really, you know, on the ground, it means that um, we're joining forces, really, and, and and being in a position to be bigger and better. Does that give you are. more
0: access to more resources?
1: Um, more I would work? love to say it gives me access to, or gives us access to more resources. Um, that will come. You know, yes. it's, it's yeah. new. And the Higher Education Authority Department of Education um, are working through that dynamic at the moment. So that will come. And what it does, though, is it gives um, confidence in the sector. So there'd be, there would have traditionally um, been a sense that um, the university education was higher in value than the Institute of Technology. Um, level of education yes,
0: and it was... If you want to take a snobbish attitude, yeah, that was, attitude it w- was out there. Yeah, yes.
1: and it, it, it's just that it was a misunderstanding, yeah. you know, that like we all are on the national qualifications framework. So whether you do your Leaving Cert in Scarif Community College or you do your Leaving Cert in Banty or you do your Leaving Cert in Dublin, um, it's the same level of qualification, that Leaving Cert. So, and that, that translates across then. So when you go beyond the Leaving Cert, you're going into level six, whether that's in a, um, a te- industrial technology or in sometimes in a PLC um, environment or you're going into a level seven or you're going into a level eight. And so your ordinary, your degree that you get from the university, um, your honours degree is a level eight, regardless of where it comes from in the sector. So it's I suppose standard, it yeah. it does help mm-hmm. to under, for the for the mindset of people to understand that they we're all in the national qualifications framework we're all achieving the same high standards in relation to education and then that high standard is translating in like really superb graduates coming out into our country and hopefully not leaving us and, expi-
2: and immigrating but certainly we'd like to keep them. I suppose one of the things is Linda that from a student point of view entry to the technological universities, is possible from a wider range of sources, if my understanding of it is correct. What I mean by that is that, for instance, people who are doing apprenticeships and mm. um, you know maybe coming from what one might describe as more of like a technical background, yeah. a trades background yeah. even, are able to go into uh, um one in? of the new technological mm-hmm. universities and go right the way through to the honours degree and beyond even if they want to do so because of the change in I suppose status to be honest and yeah. the regulations that govern these things so there's a, a much wider opportunity for students in some respects with the uh, yeah. evolution let's say That's of, right. the, of, of the, the university sector and yeah, yeah. And the,
1: yeah and like So people who do apprenticeships, like the trade or the craft apprenticeships, and particularly the trade ones, um, like the electricians, the carpenters, um, and the motor mechanics, let's say. I better not not forget the motor mechanics, (laughs) given my (laughs) background. Um, But... um, Like those craft, um, those trade um, apprentices would spend actually two, they'd spend a phase four and a phase six. So two blocks of their education would be at an Institute of Technology or Technological University. Um, And now what's happening, and you're right, Patricia, like, so people that have trades and maybe have had, you know, they're qualified in their trade for many years are coming back in now and they're doing Mm. their apprenticeship level seven, level eight um, qualifications. And um, it's a wonderful opportunity to upscale because... What was felt maybe one time is that once you got your trade, that was it. And actually, um, this allows people to um, extend their qualifications and then extend their reach within their jobs. Even whether they're self-employed or they're working with another employer, they're actually becoming into specialised areas with a set of qualifications that's actually needed in the market at the moment. So and kind of if they
0: must travel abroad, they have something to bring with them.
1: And if they must travel abroad, <laughs> um, there's something... If we could just hold on to, you know, for a little while longer, lads, because um, we need yeah. as many people to stay with oh, us absolutely. as possible. Well oh, absolutely. Place the, yeah. they're going, you know, That's right, They're absolutely. going with something like they picking And, the shovels. and, and yeah. it's recognised, you yes. know, across, oh, across the world. Like it, It's, you know... It links
2: like, into EU qualifications, for example, the the QQI would be linking into EU qualifications That's right. That's and right. so on and so there'd be a degree of equivalence between Correct. the qualification that a student can gain here Absolutely. and what they need to work effectively in another country.
1: Absolutely. So you're kind of you're, you're always mapping like you know even mm. for international students um coming to Ireland we're mapping their qualifications with the standards here and it's there's a system to do that now so your qualification that you bring with you and you know, that's at any level. It's leaving cert. It's 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 every qualification. You have it has an identifier um, yeah.
0: in have other countries. Have you a reasonable percentage of international students in um, the US?
1: We would like you're always like you're always trying to increase your your, in, your international intake because just like with anything else, um, you're trying to increase the diversity of your student profile. Um, and like when you have more diverse student population. There's learning for everybody, and and the international piece works both ways. So, if international students will come here and study with us, um, but then you'll also have opportunities for our students to do placements or um, to go abroad and, and do some of their study there. So, it's a it's like a revolving door, um, <laughs> but it, it's a revolving door of huge experience. Um And you know, international students that come to Ireland um, have like. It's a very difficult transition to come here um, because they're leaving so much. Um, but at the same time, they, like other students, are just I suppose they're kind of wrapped around in the supports mm-hmm. that are available to them in their universities, the Institute of Technology, because not everyone's in the technological sector,
2: sector yet um, or any of the higher education or um, sector. So And, of course, they're very important to the economy because the uh, international students, overseas students in particular, are paying serious money to achieve their qualification in Ireland. They absolutely are. So it's very important to the economy Mm. that we continue to attract international students and uh, serve their needs in terms of their educational needs. Just like to ask you, Linda, about um, for our own students now Mm. that are applying to university, it's CIO time, uh, there are dates and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, to be mm-hmm. met and there are uh, resources to be consulted. Could mm-hmm. you say something about those for us? For I, feel like, um, I feel like we should put an intro on a drum roll or something <laughs> for Tom <laughs> yes. on the seat. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> and, you know, even at like late as yesterday evening, I was having a conversation with a parent and... I would be fairly confident in in saying that the stress at the moment around CEO is not sitting on the shoulders of the students. It's sitting (laughs) on the shoulders of the people in their house that are trying to figure out what they'll be doing next year. Um, So, first of all, um, to you all out there, um, take a breath um there is there's many options um and yes there is a date of the 1st of February which is next Thursday and that
0: is just to get your initial application in. it can be changed that's can't it right. just yes. get that
1: initial application if you did one thing in your initial application and I'm not a CAO expert so I'm not you yeah. know there's huge resources online Even, you know, I said to a parent yesterday about looking at the video, like there's a really, really good video Mm -hmm. that really steps you into the process and gives you a sense of what the screens look like even before you ever go into that application. Where could you access
0: that now? CAO.ie. Yes, absolutely.
1: Um, And if you did one thing correctly, fill out your personal details correctly. Get your correct email address, your correct contact details, and then save your password and your application number. Okay really by Thursday if we got that bit right um, you'd have your application in the system
0: everything else can be changed after
1: it it can well ideally it's, it's much easier not to be and make sure that it's your name as per your your passport or your driver's license whatever your birth are, whatever you're presenting to the college that you're going to go to to get your your registration and um, your family done.
0: name or sure or dare I say nickname doesn't go into this now
1: no we could maybe <laughs> we can we can add them to your name when you get to the college um <laughs> but um for the purpose of coming in no we'll, we'll stick with your, your your own name and then there's there's other pieces then that kick in so the system is quite It is very good, really, in prompting you to what you need to do. So you'll have that application in, try and get it in. Um, It's 45 euro now at this stage um, in relation to the fee. Um, Then we have, so within, okay. So every person that wants to go to college, we'll talk in a minute about options when you don't want to go to college. College is not for everybody. I'm not here to promote that college is the only way. It is absolutely not. um, But it is certainly a route that is one of the options that people would like to do, um, whether they're in, thinking about in fifth year or leaving search. So you've got your CEO application in. But for some people, then you might have um, there's alternate they're called alternative admission routes, which is a little bit misleading. But there is a dare and there's a here. So If you are um, a student or your person in your house um, has a disability that they wish to disclose, there is an opportunity now to do that through CEO. So get your application in, and then you have until 5 pm on the 1st of March to put in your information that supports your disability application. That means you'll be working um, with your school to get the information that they need. And there's also, and actually this was linked to the conversation I had yesterday evening, you have to include a personal statement. And that's the bit that kind of worries parents. What if my personal statement about my person who has a disability isn't strong enough? Is that going to affect their their chances? It's not. It's not. Okay. first of all, it's not. Irish
0: people are not good at describing themselves. They're not.
1: They're not. Or they're afraid that if they say too much uh, or they say too little or, you know, they kind of overthink it. The good thing about this, everybody, is it's 1,500 characters. That's 1,500 letters, which is about 250 words. So, so it's not
0: much more than the text message,
1: is it? It's not much more. <laughs> um, I'm telling you it's not. But yeah. And I think it's good because otherwise people would stress too much about it. So just for your personal statement that you're writing, it, it comes into the prompt on your application. It's a box. Have it written before you go in. Just yeah. what are the top three or four things you want, C- CAO, but you want your college to know about the difficulties you experience. Is it that you have to do... Um, you know, extra long time in relation to trying to learn material? Is it that you're um, really struggle around exams? Is it that you're really struggle around retaining information? Is it that you have a mobility issue? um, That you have a hearing impairment? That you're you're, you know, your blind mobility piece or your your blind... um, um, sight and, and level of sight is affecting how you can um, travel, how you can be in a class, how you can take notes. Like so, just give it, give it the facts of how it personally affects you. Have it written before you go into the CA, um, the CEO application piece, and then you're basically copying and pasting it or, or typing what you've what you've written down. Um, So, deadline is the 1st of February for all applications or for the applications. Then you have the 1st of March to get in your DARE information. So, you need to leave. What does DARE stand for again? DARE is the Disability Access Route to Higher Education. Um, And And here then is. And here then is the other one. And that is basically if you are. Um, somebody that's coming from a socio-economic um, disadvantaged background. You're in, you're coming out of school, and you want to be um, considered under that application scheme. Um, is that higher scheme?
0: education access route? Is it correct? Yes. I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. On both. The alternative piece that comes in with this is what it means on the ground is that, so Can I, I'll just give TOOS as an example, but obviously I'm not here to represent TOOS. This is just what we do. Yeah. So everybody who applies through DARE and applies through here, they're assessed by CAO centrally. We don't assess those applications in yes. our higher education. That is an outside central system. Once then you've qualified as a DARE applicant or as a Here applicant, in essence, it's an extra tick on your application that comes to us okay and that what i mean by it that gives is, you
0: a, a leg up rather than a hindrance correct so yes. if
1: we get you on if your application number is on a list that comes to us and has ticked there or ticked here you automatically get 30 a reduction of 30 points in any course in Tooth. so if you're coming into Tooth and you're looking your course is 350 points and you've reached um, 330 and you've got your DARE applicant you're in you don't need the 350 you're going to get your 30 points reduction so it's it's good for people to look at what the college they're most interested in does around this space so at the time when the points come out and the you know you know where you're at and what they they do in that college about supporting you in and 30 points is a, is is a lovely cushion to bring with you it is. and a little bit less stress and that's what it's meant to be yeah. It's meant to be making it a little bit easier to Linda, get. Linda,
0: somebody who is sitting the even shirt this year and hasn't no a clue what they want to do, Mm. advice would you have for them?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um if I had it's a bit like um the perfect parent book. Could I write that one as well?
2: <laughs>
0: well um, Linda I'll interrupt you there because I said we have five children. I said well, you want a different instruction manual with each
1: Exactly. Yeah. And and it's kinda there is no answer. You know, you can't make somebody be ready for the next stage of their life. Um, for some people they will come to college and it's not right for them. For some people they will take a year out. I would suggest if you're taking a year out, if you're just not sure do something with that year that adds value to whatever you'll do in the future. And I, what I mean by that, even if it's an ECDL course to upscale yourself with computers, if it's um, some volunteering work that that will contribute maybe to something you'll do, if it's work experience, yes. but you know, and, and and maybe it is getting a job. That's absolutely fine. But if the job is not where you see yourself staying do something, some course or some added value to your year out that basically if you decide what you're going to do an apprenticeship, what you're going to do a PLC, whether you're going to, tre- you know, um, go into college, that you at the end of your period of whatever you decide you'd like to do with your life, you have that extra added value of your year out. So it's not mm-hmm. an answer I can. If you don't know, I mean, there's a lot of information out there and it can be very overwhelming if you're to sit with yourself and um, and sit with your gut um, and think about what, why would I be happy every single day going into work? Where would I like to work? What kind of an environment would I like to work in? You know, ultimately, these are decisions that will impact your whole life. So if you ultimately will have a family. You know, what kind of area would you like to work in that makes it OK for you to leave that family you love and go to work every single day or be happy in an area? So is it customer facing? Is it back office? Is it practical? You know, there's there are things you need to start considering about where you see yourself. And we don't have the answers like we'll, loads of people change all of the time their trajectory about where they thought
2: they'd work. And so, there's no perfect It's difficult for careers guidance uh, Mm. teachers as well because Mm. the world of work is changing literally day by day at the moment. Technology has made such a huge difference to patterns of work and so on. So, but I still think, as as a former (laughs) guidance counsellor myself, I still think it's extremely important to find and talk to somebody doesn't have to be somebody formally qualified no. but a good formally qualified careers guidance person will be an invaluable asset to a young person seeking direction seeking f- in the first place information that's right. never mind direction that's right you know? and some people
1: think that because they're in the leaving cert year it's too late now yeah um, I should have done this yeah. when I was picking my subjects for the leaving cert mm-hmm. it's actually never too late because you know, you'll st- like just
2: have that conversation um, with somebody that you can trust that can kind of guide you with the information you might need to help. And you can get extra, sometimes you can get extra tuition and whatever in a subject where you might feel a bit lacking. But the business of choosing the subjects early. I would respectfully disagree with you there. I think it's extremely important that careers guidance in the school and choosing of subjects and all of that starts as early as possible because particularly in relation to science subjects Mm. and particularly in relation to, for instance, the likes of paramedical careers Mm. that people may want to go on to, it's essential that they get... To do some of those subjects early on, I would. I would want. I would agree,
1: sorry, um What I meant in in relation to not like that, you haven't lost your chance sure. just because you didn't go to that career guidance conversation in fourth year and get the exact subjects you should be at mm. right now. And now you're panicking. Still talk to them. Like, I, like. like ideally, if you had any, I suppose, con- a chance to have an opportunity of a conversation with career guidance um, anywhere. It is invaluable at any stage of the of the of the
2: education cycle. Um, Just like to ask you as well, and about <coughs> people that may have, <clears throat> you know, feeling of something unresolved in their lives because they didn't go to higher education when that, when it was sort of the right time by mm. conventional wisdom. In other words, people who might want to go back, mm. um, people that we would describe in the business, let's say, as mature students. For our listeners, what does a mature student mean? And what uh, how does a person who is a mature student go about engaging with CAO? Is it just the same as it is for everybody else? Or is it something it, different? It is, there? except that the
1: mature students, you can... i okay, first of all, like, I'd say, um, you know... There's there's high percentages, nearly 20% of our students would be mature in you know, a ah, different, yeah. you know, between 15 and 20%, which means they're, as we say, students don't turn mature when they're with us. But no, what it means by is you have to be over 23 on the 1st of January um, of the year that um, you're coming to college. You would fill out your CAO um, application. Um, as with everybody else and then um, you Is there have a later closing date for that? The right? closing date for completion for mature applicants is the 1st of March yes. at 5pm So okay. they have a bit more time then They have a little bit more time yeah. and for mature students the ch- the the, juggle, the struggle that the that we'll say an undergrad has is a little bit less for matures because they know know what they want to do so the application process by nature of that becomes um, a little bit easier however the difficulty that mature students have is the confidence that they can do it. I am telling you now, mature students everywhere, anytime, any whatever age you are, whatever career you decide you would like to do. And if you decide this is your time to get your qualification, you absolutely can do it. There's huge support um, across all of the colleges. Um, it's never not the time. Um, so please, you know, don't think that, oh, I'm too old or, you know, what. What sometimes people, mature students feel is that they feel judged. They feel that maybe their community, their family think, So you're going back to college, you know, what's that about? Sure, at your age. What are you doing going <laughs> back to college at your age? Um, if this is a personal goal for you, it's like going to the gym. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, it's a personal yes, goal for yes, you. Yes, yeah. um, and hold that personal goal, you know, high and, and take your take your chance and, and make your application. Um, so, just wishing everybody the best of luck in their application process. Their cao.ie is really, really responsive in relation to the information that's out there. Um, just before we finish up, just as I noted there will ago, it's not you know it's not all about college. So there's apprenticeships and there is the training, um, the further education training um, colleges. So apprenticeships.ie has a lot of information on the apprenticeships that are available. I talked earlier on there a little bit about the craft and yeah. the and the the trade um, apprentices, um, and then obviously the further education colleges. The Limerick and Clare Education Training Board is ours here, um, so learningandskills.ie, um, and there's huge, invaluable training resort training available um, to our education and training boards. So, it's colleges. While it's amazing, it is not the be all and the end all, um, and certainly take your time, take a breath, parents, guardians, people at home, take a breath. Um, <laughs> Do your best. Don't things. panic. Yeah. Um, and there's loads of people out there to help, so please pick up the phone and, and ring. Um, my phone's on silent now, everybody, so <laughs> 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 I'll pick up the calls later. But, um, but anyone that knows you, you'll
0: be more than willing to Absolutely
1: have right, more yeah. than willing, yeah, um, absolutely more than willing.
0: Linda, yeah. we could spend the next hour talking to you here no and bother. we would enjoy it. And thank you for taking the time to come into us here. You know. Thank you, know, well, My, my you advice particular. always to Leaving Search students, you know, it doesn't work out this time there's always one of them things on again next year absolutely absolutely it's It's not the beyond and end no it's not
1: it's not there's huge pressure and you have just you have your change of mind you don't have to pick your choices remember for this first date you have until july to to finalize your choices so you can move them around and and i do need to make one comment on the on the ceo choices please 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 however you think you did in your leaving cert if you're going to college your course choice, put the course you want the most on top. Do not think you didn't get enough points or you didn't do well. I would could retire early and the number of people who put the number one choice of, we'll say accounting, when they really wanted to do languages because they thought that um, they didn't get enough points for yeah, languages. Yeah. They get their number. Once you get your number one offer, CAO will offer you from the top down. Once you get your number one offer, every single other course on your list is, is finished for that year. It's another yeah, year you yeah, have to wait. Yeah. So whatever your dream career is, and whatever your dream course is, get it into number one. Don't prejudge your leaving cert results um and and down like that then your number your top two, your number three, and you'll be offered it on the basis of your top one, two, three from the CEO.
0: Good advice, Linda. Good advice here. Thanks Thank so much, Linda. Fantastic. <laughs> thanks again. No that.
1: problem, thanks yeah. for having me.